Welcome to the League Podcast. This is your Week 3 Monday Matchup Update. Number 1, the Oracle leads. Number 6, Tebow's before Hoes, 146-77. Fitzmagic needs to score 70 points to complete the comeback for Tebow's before Hoes. Number 2, Bowser-Domus leads. Number 7, Executioners, 117-85. James Conner and Peyton Barber need to outscore Juju Smith-Schuster by 33 to complete the comeback for Executioners. Number 3, NU's Finest leads. Number 8, Chili Sucks, 118-108. Chili Sucks needs Jesse James to score 11 points on Monday night to complete the upset win. Number 4, Trollback Thursday defeated number 10, Ball Sun Snow Lives 144-114. Trollback Thursday cruised to 3-0, Ball Sun Snow Lives drops to 0-3. Number 5, Hogan's Heroes defeated number 12, Just Win Baby 128-107. Hogan's Heroes jumps to 2-1, Just Win Baby remains winless at 0-3. Number 9, Scott Bean Machines, leads number 11, Goon Squad, 122-76. Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown need outscore O.J. Howard by 46 for Goon Squad to get the comeback win. Here are your Monday injury updates. Cleveland Browns QB Tyrod Taylor is expected to clear the concussion protocol before the game at Oakland, but only to be active as the backup to Baker Mayfield. San Francisco 49ers QB Jimmy Garoppolo is expected to have suffered a season-ending torn ACL against Kansas City, with QB C.J. Beathard as the new starter. Also on the 49ers, Matt Matt Breida left Sunday's matchup with a non-contact injury, but was able to return. New York Giants tight end Evan Ingram is considered to be week-to-week with his sprained MCL, ESPN reports. I'm Trollback Thursday, and this has been the League Podcast Monday Matchup Update. Welcome to the League Podcast. It's week four. I'm your host, Trollback Thursday. This week we talk about 3-0 and 0-3 teams. We get into some trade talk and preview the week four matchups in the league. Let's give you a quick recap of the standings. The Oracle is in first place at 3-0. In second place is Trollback Thursday, also at 3-0. Bowstradamus is 3-0 at third place. And NU's Finest is also undefeated at 3-0 at, uh, in fourth place. Coming in at fifth, at, the only team at 2-1 is Hogan's Heroes. In sixth place is Scott Bean Machines at 1-2. Number seven, Tebow's Before Hoes at 1-2. Executioners at number eight at 1-2. And, and at number nine, Chili Sucks at 1-2. The 0-3 teams in 10th place are Ball Sun Snow Lives, number 11, Goon Squad, and number 12, Just Win Baby. So it's possible that we have three 4-0 teams after this week. That has never happened in the league's money era. That's since 2011. There have only ever been two. In 2016, Goon Squad started 6-0 and Just Win Baby started at 4-0. Just Win Baby came in fifth after ending the regular season as the three seed. Goon Squad won his second championship that year as the four seed. It's also possible that we have three 0-4 teams after this week. That has also never happened in the league's money era. There have also only ever been two. In 2011, Executioners started off 0-5 and Goon Squad started off 0-4. Neither team made the playoffs. In fact, no team has ever started off 0-4 in the money era and made the playoffs. That brings up my next topic, trades. There were two trades this week. The first was between Hogan's Heroes and my team, Trollback Thursday. Hogan's Heroes sent Gio Bernard 
John Brown, and Michael Crabtree to my team, who sent Cooper Cup, Alfred Morris, and Chris Ivory back to Hogan's Heroes. See, I was looking to cover Christian McCaffrey's bye week this week, while Hogan's Heroes was looking to get one of his favorite players in fantasy on his roster, Cooper Cup. Cup rode the bench this week during Thursday Night Football's fantasy explosion, so Hogan's Heroes missed out on Cooper Cup's 37 fantasy points. I like this trade for both sides, obviously, as the guy involved in the trade. Cooper Cup obviously has boom potential as shown this week and has a very high floor, making him an ideal wide receiver three. Alfred Morris could see a huge role in the San Francisco offense, who is rolling out the uh, backup QB for the rest of the season. And Matt Breida has had injury concerns all year. Chris Ivory was a throw-in who will likely be cut. Gio is an ideal one-week fill-in for me and could retain some value with the uncertainty of Joe Mixon's knee coming off an in-season surgery. John Brown and Michael Crabtree are both startable wide receiver threes and could be good trade chips later in the season. The second trade happened during Thursday Night Football, where executioners sent Marcus Mariota, Blaine Gabbert, Jared Cook, and Quincy Anuwa to Just Win Baby, who sent Taylor Gabriel and the number one tight end in fantasy so far this year, Travis Kelsey. Just Win Baby was down to one starting quarterback on his roster prior to this trade, so even getting one who has been as bad as Marcus Mariota is a huge improvement for the team who missed out on being able to replace Jimmy Garoppolo with C.J. Beathard. More on that later. He also improves his wide receivers, and now rosters Brandon Cooks, Larry Fitz, Quincy Anumwa, Antonio Callaway, Robbie Anderson, and gets Julian Edelman back next week. Look for more moves to come from Just Win Baby, who looks to crawl out of the basement and make a playoff run with a revamped roster. Obviously, the big piece in this trade is Travis Kelsey for Executioners, who gets a top draft pick and gets to move on from the albatross that is Titans quarterback. With a huge performance already this week from Goff and Diggs, Executioners looks to make a much better team than his 1-2 8th place record shows. The other 0-3 teams need to be on the phone looking to make moves. Ball Sun Snow Lives has already made one trade this season to add running back depth, but he needs to add a QB3. His only position of strength right now is quarterback, where he uses top two picks in this year's draft to get Tom Brady and Deshaun Watson. Goon Squad is the other team that, that has the most potential to turn things around, but he needs to make some moves to make this, that happen. Carson Wentz is coming, uh, coming back is huge for him, but will he be the MVP caliber quarterback that he was last year? His wide receiver core is Antonio Brown and a bunch of guys that have disappointed or will soon in Marvin Jones, Corey Davis, and Vincent Jackson. His running back depth is all injuries with Dalvin Cook and Matt Breida and really poor bench guys and Isaiah Crowell, Jordan Wilkins, and Frank Gore behind them. I'd look for Goon Squad to make a move in QB strength. He's got Roethlisberger, Wentz, and Flacco. Uh, he could probably move one of those guys. Uh, you know, trade down in some quarterback quality. Uh, or he could move on from his top pick in Antonio Brown or move on from the potential that is Dalvin Cook uh, to get some players on his roster that have higher floors so he can rack up some wins once the bye week's hit in full swing. Uh, the other non-trade but big move this week was C.J. Beathard uh, replacing Jimmy Garoppolo. He went for 90 fab dollars this week. 90. I'm going to repeat that again. 90. 90 fab dollars. Uh, 
Tebow's before Hose felt they needed to make a move to get a QB3 who lost theirs when Tyrod Taylor got benched for Baker Mayfield. Uh, unfortunately for him, the next closest guy bidding bid $36. And that was the guy that had Jimmy Garoppolo. So he, he overbid God, by $54 and has now zero fab dollars left. Zero. Uh, he's going to have to make some trades if he wants to keep his roster in good shape because that's really the only means he has of getting the players he wants later on in the season. Getting into the matchup previews this week, number one, the Oracle trails the resurgent number eight, Executioner, 68 to nothing. This looks like an upset in the making with Executioner's currently projected to win 172 to 149. I think this matchup ends up closer than that, but I still think Executioner's Executioners takes home the victory. Executioners suddenly looks deep at wide receiver with Alshon Jeffrey returning this week and Kirk Cousins and Taylor Gabriel looking to have big weeks on the bench. He could move one of those guys for some decent running back depth. The Oracle is rolling the dice this week, starting Sony Michelle and Keelan Cole. He needs to make a move uh, of one of his outstanding backup running backs for a decent wide receiver three fast. Number two, Trollback Thursday, hey, that's me, takes on number three, the buzzsaw, Balstradamus. This is the Battle of the Unbeatens. Uh, Trollback Thursday is projected to beat Balstradamus 147-119. Again, I think this ends up closer than that, but I hope I walk away with the W. Bals has boom potential with Tyreek Hill, Juju Smith-Schuster, Calvin Ridley, and Saquon Barkley in plus matchups. We'll see the debut of Josh Rosen in a spot start for Cam Newton. I'm, I'm looking for big matchups from Matt Ryan, Andy Dalton. Hey guys, remember it's a two-quarterback league. Allen Robinson, Mike Evans, and Gio Bernard. The big question marks, as always, are David Johnson with a, start, with a, a rookie QB starting this week. And can Kenny Galladay continue to feast upon a tough Dallas secondary? On the bench, Baker Mayfield makes his starting debut, and it's put-up-and-shut-up week for Jamal Williams taking on the Bills. Number four, NU's Finest currently leads number five, Hogan's Heroes, 39-26. Hogan's Heroes is projected to win this matchup 149-140. This one's a toss-up, but I'm predicting Hogan's Heroes takes this one. NU's Finest has to start Sam Darnold at QB this week to cover up Alex Smith's bye week, and Corey Clement fills in RB2. Jay Ajayi's back this week, so we'll see what kind of production he can have against a tough Titans defense. For Hogan's heroes, look for Sterling Shepard to have a big week, and Drew Brees should continue to dominate this week against the Giants. Mark my words, if Hogan's heroes does lose this week, Cooper Cup would have made all the difference. Number six, Scott Bean Machines trails Just Win Baby 24 to nothing. This one is too close to call with projections showing a slight edge for Just Win Baby 140 to 139. I like Scott Bean Machines in this one. There's just too much talent on that roster. Look for a bounce back week for Russell Wilson, and Melvin Gordon should feast on the already defeated 49ers. Just Win Baby will need big weeks out of Blake Bortles, Kareem Hunt, and Tevin Coleman. If he keeps him in this week, look for Antonio Callaway to have sleeper potential with Baker Mayfield slinging the rock. And Chris Carson could make his case to crack the starting lineup for Just Win Baby in the coming weeks. Number seven, Tebow's Before Hose leads number 11, Goon Squad, 29 to nothing. 
Tebow's before Hose is projected to win this match at 150 to 129. I'm going with Tebow's before Hose to win in a blowout. Look for big weeks from Gronk, Odell Beckham Jr., AJ Green, and Jarvis Landry. Fitzpatrick should have his worst game of the season, but it won't be enough. Number nine, Chili sucks. Trails number ten, Ball Sun Snow lives 32 to nothing. Yahoo has Chili sucks, winning this one 137 to 120. I can't imagine Ball Sun Snow lives taking home the victory, but it may be closer than it looks. Look for big weeks from Eli Manning, Tyler Boyd, and Manny Sanders. James White could have a big week for Ball Sun's squad. And look for Kerryon Johnson to cement his RB2 status and for the Tampa Bay defense to make Mitchell Trubisky look like Jim McMahon. And that's it for this week's matchups. Before I wrap up this week, I want to give a big shout-out to my usual co-host, The Oracle. He's been out the last couple weeks with an undisclosed illness. Wishing you the best of luck. Get well soon, and we hope to have you back on the podcast as soon as possible because this solo thing is not my bag. Uh, that's it for me this week. Thanks for tuning in to the League Podcast on Trollback Thursday. See you next time. Well, here he comes. Number six, Baker Mayfield. Takes the snap, play action fake, looking, firing down the right sideline, and it is caught, Higgins has it inside the 50, deep drop, up in the pocket, Luck fires, middle, caught, good shot, good shot, Mayfield shotgun, takes the snap, short drop, looks up in the pocket, running right, running right, it's wide open on the right, he's to the 10, to the 9, to the 8, and he's into the sideline, Baker, this is kind of fun. I'll be honest. Trevor, how are you doing? Bust my ass. I don't know. I'm going to get it. Hey, finish this drive. Finish it. Come on, Baker. Make something happen. What's up? Baker's got the snap. Baker up in the pocket. Baker shuffling. 